We have been gone for a while, so yes. welcome back, faithful listeners, to the Poltercast. Yes, welcome back. We've been dead. <laughs> On arrival. Um, well, we died of heat stroke and came back. Yes, it's very hot. It's quite hard to get into the cold spot spirit um, <laughs> <laughs> when you're toasting. Um, but, you know, some ghosts are... Sweaty. <laughs> I was going to say some are, like, a flaming... Oh, well, if they're in hell. Or a willow wisp. I'm actually, uh, not to jump ahead, but my my um, my ghost story is about a very hot place. Swampy. Um, because that's where I went recently. I went to New Orleans. Shrek Swamp. Shrek Swamp? <laughs> Why? What? Because he said it's swampy. Yeah. Um, I actually... Completely unrelated. I, I've been to a lot of places recently, and it's not... Wow. <laughs> it's not... In my head, it doesn't... I don't know. It's not been the jet-setting um, life of opulence that it might sound, because I've been incredibly poor the entire time. <laughs> uh, but... And a lot of it's... I've had to work when I've been there. But um, I actually went to Portugal on a legitimate... um Holiday. holiday. Uh, for a stag weekend mm. Mm. fills me with slight mm. dread mm. not sure what to think um, it was actually very pleasant and very chilled out and everyone got to do what they wanted to do and one of the things I did was that we stayed in this like expats garden <laughs> in this like weird self-sufficient farm where there was morning yoga oh wow and Does like, it look like old people there was a sort of slightly older matriarch <laughs> and her um crew. her son uh. who um I got a very I got a vibe from. Uh. He felt like family. Uh, <laughs> uh well his name was like Tiborian and he was what? like an architectural student and Oh well he's not. Yeah. He's long gone. Okay. Uh but the thing I, <laughs> the thing I like to do is that they had a natural swimming pool. Emphasis on the pond. Them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was the first to jump in, and there were like li- like fish and frogs in it. And uh, <laughs> when, when the next person jumped in, I jumped out of the water going, What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> I really scared him. Because um, you couldn't, like, you could sort of touch the bottom, it was quite deep, but the bottom was really slimy, so you didn't want to. It's a pond. Well, like it had, it was like bricked and yeah, legitimate with slime. <laughs> yeah, I was with slime. Um, so that's what I've been doing, getting up and personal with slime. How have you been? How's your slime been? Um, well, first of all, I'm Tiffany Baxter. <laughs> um, I'm Hamish Steele. In case anyone forgot. Yep. 
after that time. Um, I've not. I'm trying to think. I just can't remember. I've not been anywhere out of the country. It's been a long time. Yeah. I mean, it's been even longer since we recorded than when an episode came out because we tend to record yeah. a few at a time. Just, um, my memory doesn't stretch that far. <laughs> well, it's just been a very hot summer. It hasn't been. It hasn't felt just, spooky. It's just felt sweaty. Hmm. I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm. I actually got some. This is like a weird thing that happens. Is that if I think about Christmas too much, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> and like. The Christmas thought appears at really unexpected moments, and Justin will just look over at me. Christmas future. Yes, exactly. He'll look over at me, and there'll just be like a tear going down my tray. He'll be like, "You're thinking about Christmas, <laughs> aren't you?" And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I go into like a whole thing where I just start like thinking about what cold feels like. In New Orleans, I actually bought a bunch of um, crocodile or well, alligator Christmas decorations. Can't wait to see those. Well, you'll see them on my Christmas yeah, tree. Christmas time. Yeah, um, I did post most of them. I only realised when I got there that it was like alligator heaven, and that's my favourite <laughs> animal. And I spent way more money. Than did I you expect. see an actual alligator? I didn't. I mean, we're actually kind of we're, we're gradually forming into my story. Um, so uh, let's just let's just do it because because I'm I'm going to preempt this with a bit of chat about Ooh. New Orleans. New I got to see um, Michelle Obama. Uh, that's where she works now. Oh. Um, in a library. <laughs> no, no. Uh, she did a talk. I basically went over for a book thing, the American Librarian Association conference, uh, where basically uh, publishing companies show off their new book or new. Yeah author or whatever so I went over to promote Dead India it has ghosts so it's relevant um, and Michelle Obama did a talk there was a talk from the mayor of New Orleans <laughs> and she was using her 10 minutes to full effect she the way she said New Orleans well, 10 minutes to say New Orleans it was such I just I love the accent it was so cool and the food was really nice um, gumbo I did and I had jambalaya oh, I think I I also had some alligator. What was that like? Um, Chewy? It was nice, but like it was in this hugely coated garlicky sauce that was nice. Oh, so it just tastes like garlic. So I wonder if it was just the sauce, yeah. yeah. Um, was it like texturally? What's <sighs> the mouthfeel? <laughs> what was the taste journey? Um, it was like pork, ah. but like melt in the mouthy pork. It was very good. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Could have been the sauce. Maybe it's not worth it. Um, but I didn't actually see a live one. I, I saw a dead one. You just ate one? Yeah. Um, while I was walking around, uh, I went, I was like trying to find tat and like <laughs> touristy stuff. And um, I was like near a booth of like tourist things. And a, a woman appeared at the window and she had long, long grey hair, like down to her knees length, like, yeah, she was quite old, she had, whatever, and she said her name was Crystal. Wow. <laughs> and she, she gets better. And she gave me a flyer. And the flyer was topped, Gators and Ghosts, <gasps> all the tours you need of New Orleans. Unfortunately, there wasn't a tour that did both. Uh. Um, I did go on a tour, but... I didn't complete it. 
And it wasn't because it was bad. Um, I it was going on a long time, and I had other commitments, (laughs) and it was really hot, and I like wasn't wearing sun (laughs) cream, and I hadn't like anyway. And also, I I wanted to go on a ghost tour, but it wasn't really a ghost tour; it was a cemetery tour. Um, and that was fun, but it was like actually just very historical. Mm. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted the ghost tea, yeah. but they were just giving me the um, history of bricks. Historical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it was the Saint Louis Cemetery. Um, I, I, we went to the uh, the resting place of the Voodoo Queen uh, Marie Laveau. Yeah. She was a secret holder. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Well, we're going to be hearing about things related to her. Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the show you're talking about. You probably know what I'm doing. Um, she was said to grant wishes, and she can still do that to this day, perform a certain ritual at her grave. Um, I went to... Uh, I, I didn't really explain more about Crystal. Basically, she was just very persuasive and strange, and she definitely was putting me under yeah. some curse. I loved her. Um, I did go to the Museum of Death. Oh yeah, you, you briefly mentioned this to me before. Yeah, so I think it's a good place, but I was expecting something different. <laughs> um, that's not... Was there too much death? Not enough? I'd say there was too much death. <laughs> okay, so I thought the Museum of Death was going to be about the history of death and funeral practices and beliefs in the afterlife yeah. and stuff like that and it wasn't it was mostly blown up pictures of crime scene photos the, the type that on my favourite murder they say don't google yeah. and I saw things oh, no. uh, do they have like a warning when you go in I think the warning is the museum yeah. of death <laughs> like the big sign it does say that like well like the other weird thing is it was like it was so overlit and like sterile. It wasn't like trying to be spooky. Yeah. It was just laying everything out there and it was just these are crime scene photos. I saw some very disturbing things. There was like a photo of like JFK's autopsy. Oh. Uh. And like stuff I didn't know existed. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't think that would be out. No. Be there out was there. a there was a photo of um uh spoilers for the stranger beside me. Um going to say spoilers of JFK. <laughs> no, no. Um, Ted, what's his name? Bundy. Bundy. I want to say Ted Danson. <laughs> oh God, I was just like pictures of Ted Danson. <laughs> Ted uh, Bundy, like post electric chair. Oh. It was like really horrible things like that. Um, they also had all of uh, John Wayne Gacy's like prison art, which oh, has been yeah. proven for proven it. to be factory uh, made. It's still of interest, but like it. It's it, interesting that he had that set up, but. It was a weird place because, like, on yeah, on my favorite murder, they talk about how the cult of murderers and like making them into celebrity, which they don't like. Yeah. Um, and it felt a little bit more leaning on that. Like there was like merchandise and like t-shirts of murderers on and stuff. Yeah, I don't. Which like, I'm like, I don't like that. No. Um, but there was certain interesting things. Little uh, moment I kind of cheered for was. This is not a thing to cheer about. But they had a section about um, the Pulse nightclub shooting. Oh. And how there had been, um, in 1973, a arson attack 
on a gay club in New Orleans that killed 32 people uh, and how at the time then no one cared and also it was like a joke on like talk shows they brought it up as a joke and things like that and I just thought I was oh it's like I'm in a museum of death but I see like a little section that's for me so I feel a little bit safer uh Someone nice. <laughs> the funniest thing, though, was that they had a mu- they had um, a uh, theater of blood. They called it, which um, was horrific. It was just fo- it was just footage of people dying. Huh. Um, but I only went in there because I was like, "What's in here?" And they like played like jazz music over it. Oh, that's even worse. But it was near the bathroom as well. So this is a whole combination. Possibly because of access to being sick um but as i walked into the theater of blood there (laughs) that's just a sentence um there was a guy sat there alone uh and he looked at me and i looked at him and he said my girlfriend's in the bathroom i'm just waiting (laughs) and i was like we're both in the museum of death dude (laughs) like i can't judge you they're too far gone now yeah um so now that I've said that on this podcast, I never have to think about any of those things I've seen again. Um, what I will be saying, however, is the story of a very notorious figure in New Orleans history. Um, I'm going to warn that this story is quite horrible, because I'm leaning a bit more into murder yeah. territory, because uh, I think the context of what went down yeah. in this house is... Um, probably more uh, important or uh, I don't know but it's really bad and I'll give warnings because it's bad yeah okay but you'll know her I'll know her oh yeah okay okay you know Um, I actually said and my favorite murder hasn't done her yet no they haven't so I'm not going to be going into excruciating detail yeah Um, but anyway (sighs) whoo I am going to be talking about Delphine LaLaurie. Kathy Bates. LaLaurie. Played by Kathy Bates in American Horror Story Coven. Um, now, I have not actually seen American Horror Story Coven at all. It's the one I like there. I know, and it's the one I would be most willing to watch. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued for you to tell me how much this... There's, on the point of what we were doing earlier, there is a character who plays a theremin. <laughs> what we were doing earlier off the podcast yeah. <laughs> none of you know we were watching a film which we'll talk about on an, in an it's, episode it's, it's spoiler alert for a future yeah. installment so you can't of which me. the credits music was very pheromone hairy very um, but because <laughs> because it's a very hot day our fan was up very high so our volume was up very high and all our windows were open and we got a food delivery and <laughs> as I stepped outside I noticed that the entire street was listening to pheromone music on the hottest day of the year <laughs> um, anyway so um, okay right mm-hmm. I'm just trying to like get myself ready for this okay. um, so you, you knew that Kathy Bates was playing a real person yeah okay so <laughs> on all the things I read it said a highly embellished Hollywoodization of her but I don't know um, well I think at one point in Coven like she has 
her severed head is like able to talk by itself, which I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't think that. Real life. No, so. I'm not sure if that's happened, but maybe it did. Maybe we'll find out. Okay, so Duffine Lalaurie was born Marie McCarty uh, on March nineteenth, seventeen eighty-seven, in New Orleans. Also, this just reminded me that when I met up with someone in New Orleans, they were like looking for the house that it was filmed in. Oh yeah. Um, just by looking. They're just like looking around with their head, like, where's the house? Where's the house? Um, it's going to be a while. Uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> is where it was. They filmed a lot in New Orleans, yeah. but the actual house, no. Soundstage. Yeah. Um, they were a prominent family in the city's European community. Um, her cousin even eventually became mayor, and her uncle was a local governor, etc. In 1800, uh, Delphine married Don Ramon Le Le Pay y Angelou, wow. um, a high-ranking Spanish royal officer. They had a daughter, however, he mysteriously died in 1804 while the couple were en route to a holiday in Madrid. Um, in 1808, Delphine married Jean Blanc, a prominent banker with whom she had four more children, before he died mysteriously in 1816. Yes, she also likes men with um, only four years to live. (laughs) Um, Her third marriage, however, was in 1825 to a chiropractor called uh, Leonard Louis Nicole Lalaurie. Hence, she became Delphine Lalaurie. one of her one of her daughters from the previous marriages had spinal issues, and Leonard had been hired to help using a variety of torturous looking devices. While none of them actually helped her daughter, Delphine fell head over heels <laughs> with the man torturing her. Um, at the time, she was thirty eight, and he was barely twenty. Oh, so what a She's cougar! Cougar. Um, at one point, we'll stop. Yes, queening her because <laughs> she is awful, like properly awful. Um, they bought a property at eleven forty Royal Street, now known as Villa Laurie Mansion, and uh, but her husband had very little do- to do with any of this because he was a child. Um, <laughs> uh, the neighbors heard the pair arguing a lot, and after a few years, Leonard actually moved out, leaving her alone with her two children and their twenty slaves. Here we go. So, uh, all the articles I read were about how badly Lalaurie treated her slaves, but written in a way that made it sound like there was a nice way to treat slaves, when I kind of think having slaves at all (laughs) is pretty, pretty bad. Um, uh, Delphine was definitely especially barbaric, um, but the lady next door would have slaves as well. So, I don't know. I'm gonna try and be uh, um, careful Mm. with, because I think sometimes I'm reading these things, I'm like copying and pasting little bits and it just like keeps referring to these people that were abused and killed as just like slaves and five slaves and this and it's just like... Like, that was a person. Yeah. um, So... Apologies, listeners. Um, things are about to get very sad. In, 18, in 1836, a 12-year-old girl um, who was a slave uh, named Leah um, was brushing Delphine's hair when she hit a snag. Um, Delphine was so enraged that she chased her to the roof with a whip where Leah leapt to her death to avoid oh 
being whipped. Um, several witnesses saw this happen, which caused um, an investigation into her house, um, where they discovered her cook, a 70-year-old woman, had been chained to the stove 24-7, um, and that Delphine beat her own children when they tried to feed oh their slaves. Um, this investigation led to all of them being taken away from her, but one by one she tracked them down individually and rebought them. That's just- Mm-hmm. I know. Don't worry. I've, I've, I've done this section as quickly as yeah. I can, but it's important to know. Um, so in 1834, a fire broke out in the house from the kitchen. Um, the fire brigade arrived and managed to put out the blaze. As they entered the home, they found that the cook, still chained to the stove, um, was alive and they managed to rescue her. Um, and she confessed that she started the fire as uh, a suicide attempt slash way to call, get yeah. other people to get into the house and see what was yeah. going on. Because um, I did read about a uh, horribly named um, slave upkeep law, which yeah. meant there was like a base level of where you're supposed to treat, treat them. Um, apparently owning them isn't bad, yeah. bad enough. Um, uh, the cook explained that she was terrified because um, the slaves that were taken up to the attic never came down. Is this ringing any bells yeah. or is this completely erased in no, I, American I'm, Horror Cult? No, that is. Okay. So I do. Um, uh, Delphine refused to let the investigators go up to her roof. However, um, a huge mob formed and stormed the mansion, tearing down its walls and windows uh, and bashed open the attic where they saw a terrible sight um now the details of what happened in the attic are gross yeah and also they became like hugely ex like blown up folklore yeah so the essentially she had been torturing uh people yeah. up there um most of them were still alive but <sighs> barely and she'd done very horrible things but over time and especially in the 1940s in like pulp novels yeah, and stuff yeah. it, she became this kind of mad scientist experimenter yeah and there's stories about her like turning people into like quotation mark crabs yeah. by like breaking their limbs yeah. and stuff like that um I think she had done a kind of hang drawn quarter kind yeah. of thing anyway um Blah, blah, blah. If you want to read about that, you can. But I think that's enough of the details. You can kind of gather what she's doing. Um, uh, many of them were rescued and survived. Uh, a few died in custody, but they were still slaves and probably sold off to other people. Um, Delphine, however, <laughs> let, uh, fled to the swamps and boarded a um, ship to France to escape justice, and she wasn't heard from again. Um, some uh, say that she li- died in Paris at a ripe old age. Some say that she returned to New Orleans under a different name. Um, there is actually a burial plaque for her in one of the cemeteries, but oh. there's no grave, and I don't know what that visually yeah. means. Um, one account says that she fell down a hole while hunting pigs. <laughs> Which is the version I like to believe. That's a picture of her. Oh, God. She, she looks a bit like, um, on the left, that one actress who played Moaning Myrtle. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, she already looks like a ghost. Yeah. 
Um, so this is a ghost podcast. Yeah. We're going to talk about the hauntings. So the Lalori Mansion, which is still there. Ooh, something fell ghost down. Oh, 